This episode of the Best Seats Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. To learn how you can support the show, go to thebestseats.com slash Patreon. Once there, you'll learn how you can get early access to shows, ad-free listening, the ability to submit questions, comments, concerns, and more. Once again, that's thebestseats.com slash Patreon. But enough of that. On to the show. everybody first and foremost thank you to my friend Allie Coyle uh, for providing the instrumental from her latest and probably first track trust me for the intro to the show my name is Crawford McCarthy founder of the best seats extremely excited to have everybody here for the first ever episode definitely not the way I intended to get it out um, but unfortunately COVID-19 had different plans for pretty much all of us so this is just the way that it has to be um for more of Allie, by the way, you can find her as soon as restaurants open back up at any of her family's three restaurants, Dublin Four Gastropub, uh, Wineworks for Everyone, or Fable and Spirit out in Newport Beach. She's the sommelier um, on top of being a really kick-ass human being and amazing musician. You can check out more of her at Allie Coyle uh, Music on Instagram or AllieCoyleMusic.com. So please, please, please give her a look, um, support her track, and thank you, Allie, so much again for loaning that music for the show. Uh, welcome to the Best Seats Podcast. Um, as I said before, this was not the way that I wanted it to roll out. It's been a little bit hectic, but just as every restaurant in the area has had to pivot their business, I've had to pivot the Best Seats. For those that may not know, the Best Seats is a local, as far as Orange County is concerned, uh, basically hospitality blog. I'm a freelance food and restaurant writer by trade. The Best Seats is kind of my way to showcase my work, but also get away from editors and uh, things like that and kind of write my own content and obviously produce shows just like this. The point of the podcast is very simple. I uh, basically want to give stories uh, from the hospitality community, but not try to rework them in 500 words um, that have been pared down. I really want to get them from the source. Uh, a lot of my friends in the hospitality industry are doing some really amazing things. I think that you should know about them. So all of the guests that you're going to hear each and every episode are truly amazing individuals, extremely talented, extremely hardworking, and one way or another have really impacted the hospitality community in a wonderful way, whether they're bartenders, chefs, uh, public relations people, um, owners of restaurants, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody that you're going to hear from in this show is just an absolute top-notch human being, professional, and someone that I really, really care for and respect. So my guest this week is my friend, Jill Cook. Jill is a wonderful, wonderful human being, PR person in the area. She's worked with a lot of great restaurant groups. She's doing a lot of great work now. Um, helping kind of help those who are in need. Obviously, this is during coronavirus, uh, COVID-19. Everybody is shut down. The first couple of these, I don't even know how long it's going to last, but the first handful of these episodes are actually being recorded while I was trying to pivot my business and do like a live radio show online, which has just been a comedy of errors. So these first three, four episodes, just please forgive me and just kind of stick with it. It will get better just as everything will after this coronavirus is all said and done. I promise you. But Jill was gracious enough to give me some time. Uh, we worked on a project a couple of weeks ago called the OC Smoke Kitchen, where we got with Heritage Barbecue, uh, Craft House, and Dana Point was our host. And a lot of people came on to volunteer, and we fed a ton of out-of-work hospitality people. Well, the second event is coming up. At the time of this recording, it is about a week away. By the time you hear it, it'll be about five days away. 
Uh, but the upside is that this event is going to donate Bracken's Kitchen, which is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful nonprofit that Jill will touch on more in the episode. But again, excuse any bumps. Uh, nothing is really perfect right now. I'm a stickler for quality, so even just hitting publish on this is kind of a big deal for me. But I hope you enjoy. I hope you'll support however you can. Um, the link for how to support Bracken's and this event will be in the podcast description. And yeah, here is my interview with my friend, Jill Cook. I hope you enjoy. Jill. Hello. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm great. You have such a radio voice, you dick. Oh, that's very sweet. By the way, this is the first time I've ever actually recorded and interviewed somebody on this. So if the volume's off or I'm blowing your eardrums out, just let me know. Because this is probably the most terrifying thing I've ever done. Are you getting me? Are you getting me okay? I'm also driving at the moment because today is insane. Uh, yeah, I actually am getting you fine. You're totally good. Great. Awesome. So how are you? The, how are things? Yeah. Staying safe? Um, I am staying safe. I just socially distanced, took the, took a headshot for young Trevor and uh, got some fun, exciting things coming forward on that, on that front shortly. Um, so it was nice to get out of the house for all of five minutes, and now it's time to go back into my cave. Are you social distancing on the road, too? So, like, just six feet from everything? I, yes, I'm <laughs> six feet from all cars surrounding me. I don't want I don't want the car I share with my boyfriend to um, <laughs> to get the co-fave. <laughs> I know. It's just uh, do everything you can to avoid everybody while constantly saying that you miss everybody. That's the world that we're uh, in now. Yeah. It's so strange. So strange. I think that I could easily hide in my house for a week at a time if I wasn't forced to, and I wouldn't be upset. But you were telling me I have to. All I want to do is leave the house. I, it's basically kind of like when you were a kid and your parents would tell you not to drink, and that made you just want to go and find a drink. It's like, look, I will stay home, no problem, but don't tell me to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're a teenager, and everybody wants you to go socialize, but you want to go hide in your in your bedroom. But you know, the second anybody tells you you have to go to your bedroom, you're in trouble. No, I don't want to. It's a million percent true. So um, obviously, this is being <laughs> recorded. You are kind of my first ever podcasting guest for this one. Uh, for those people that may not know, Woo! kind of introduce yourself real quick, and and kind of what do you do? Um, I've given you kind of a short introduction through the course uh, of the show, but who are you? <laughs> Uh, my name is Jill Cook. I work for myself. I own Jill Cook Marketing and PR. So I provide mainly digital solutions to uh, bars and restaurants to help them get their brand out there and really hone in on who they are and who their target audience is. So kind of one of the main things that is kind of the headline right now is OC Smoke Kitchen um, just announced the second one that is coming up on April 19th. I kind of was just giving a little bit of background on the first one, but kind of from your perspective and your words, what was the first OC Smoke Kitchen and kind of how did that come about? So Daniel Castillo from Heritage Barbecue is 
so awesome. He is really, really unlike anybody we've got around uh, in Orange County and in most of the surrounding areas. You've got a couple people doing comparable things uh, up in L.A., but Daniel reached out to me, and he was like, Jill, I've got this idea. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke meat. I'm going to be selling meat, but, you know, I really want to feed the people who are out of work. Can you help me make this happen? And he he really had it on his heart that he wanted to find a way to offset all the costs and and help his brothers and sisters in the service industry. And I loved the idea and was immediately on board. You know, I've been working in hospitality since I was 15, so he's admitted, but that's almost 20 years now. And, you know, hunger is something that we all, we all understand it. Every single one of us, we have to eat. And if you're in the service industry, you you enjoy eating. You enjoy the experience of sitting with people over a meal and, and that it brings you together. So I think Daniel's whole concept was trying to not only meet these immediate needs for people who had instantly lost their income, but also to find a way to connect with people again, although we've got social distancing and, and really just show people that he cares. So we immediately started reaching out to vendors. Uh, the first go round, we had so much support. Uh, we've partnered with Nice and Pork PR, uh, Niaz Brani, and uh, Blake from Eat at Craft House. Um, if you want to follow him on Instagram, they're down in Dana Point. Uh, all of the meats were provided by, uh, gosh, I think it was, uh, it was West, Coast, West Coast Prime. Yeah, West Coast that Prime. Around. Yeah, uh, Dean Kim from OC Baking kicked in a thousand rolls that he baked just for us. Uh, it was incredible. Um, and, and at the end of it, I think attendance was a little bit lower than we anticipated. And, and it's funny that it kind of seemed like people thought they wouldn't be able to get through the line if they drove down. So lucky for us, we've got Bracken's Kitchen here in Orange County, and they take food that can't be sold and immediately turn it into solutions for people who have hunger. So not only did we get to feed people who have found themselves out of work in the service industry, but we then got to take and work with a nonprofit partner of Bracken's Kitchen, and ultimately we ended up feeding about 1,500 people. That was one of the things that I think was kind of the, the bright, because like you said, the attendance was lower than we thought because I think logistically people thought it was going to be hard. Um, Dana Point, comparatively for Orange County, is definitely on the southern end. But getting to partner with Brackens was huge. Uh, being able to donate all the extra food, and not that we had a ton of extra food, but donating everything that we had was awesome. Um, I don't think a lot of people are familiar with Brackens outside of the industry. I'm sure that some are. But for those that don't know, you know Bill Bracken and what he does. Can you give a little bit of insight on that? Because for OC Smoke Kitchen 2, we are actually partnering with Brackens on this one, correct? Yeah. Uh, Bill is phenomenal. He has had a really solid career. Uh, he works in uh, corporate kitchens and uh, resort kitchens. He's a chef. And during the economic downturn around 2008, he found himself, you know, out of jobs, and then he really noticed the hunger around him. So he decided to kind of pivot his career from, you know, feeding people who were well-to-do and had expendable income to, okay, 
there's food waste out there. There are people who are hungry, and I have this skill set. So how can I meet needs practically, you know, cover my butt, and also, you know, show people I care? So he created this incredible nonprofit called Bracken's Kitchen out of an old food truck, which uh, I believe that one's being set. And they take a three-pronged approach to hunger. First, they take food that can't be sold. Now, that doesn't mean it can't be eaten. It doesn't mean it's not perfectly good. But let's say a purveyor needs to move something out of their warehouse. Either they don't have the space for it or it didn't sell fast enough. They call up Bill. Bill takes it and he immediately turns it over. So he's minimizing food waste. Then they partner with nonprofits that need a food solution. So they work closely with the Illumination Foundation, 10C, many other nonprofit organizations across Orange County that have some sort of component where they need to feed people, and he provides those meals. And then third, he takes people who need some sort of advancement in their career or an opportunity to make a living, and he gives them practical culinary training. So it's just so multi-beneficial in the way it feed people, it can reduce our food waste, which, you know, we, anyone in the industry knows food waste is a huge issue. Um, and so he's just really taken lemons and turned them into lemonade. He's a really great guy. I'm a huge fan of what Bracken does. Uh, he, getting to partner with him on this one, I mean, it was a happy accident the first time around, but being actually able to take donations. So for those that don't know, um, I was part of the first uh, OC Smoke Kitchen, and when we had people drive through, people would come through and they would have handfuls of cash, whatever it was, from five bucks all the way to I think one woman came through with like a fifty or a hundred, and we turned them all away because that was not the point of it. The point of it was not to garner any type of money; it was to give back and fully give to those people that had been affected. But when we saw that kind of outpouring of support, it just made sense. So people can donate to Bracken's Kitchen this time around, correct? Yes. So there's a few ways this is going to help. Because of Bill's relationship with purveyors, they're actually providing us with some of the vegetables that we need to uh, do this go-around. So we're incredibly thankful for those relationships that he has. Um, From there, anybody who wants to drive through and make a donation, let's say that they're not personally impacted economically by what's going on, they love what we're doing, they can totally do that. They can also visit brackenskitchen.com and make a donation there. And then the third thing is that our host for the second OC Smoke Kitchen is Breweries in Anaheim, which is a little bit more centrally located for a lot of people who work in the service industry. And they're actually going to be doing a sort of sweepstakes where if you donate to Bracken's Kitchen, you get entries to become their brewer for the day. So once the whole COVID-19 thing is over, you will get to, well, the winner will get to spend a day with their brew team, learn about brewing, learn a little bit of beer appreciation. You'll be given lunch. Um, so it's a really, really fun way to make a difference in our local community. Uh, and beyond that, there's some other fun prizes that are getting put up there. Uh, we've got a cold brisket from Heritage Barbecue you can win. And the latest person to chip in, uh, the founder of Few Spirits in Chicago, has given us uh, a, an autographed bottle of cold cut whiskey. It is recently been named the world's best flavored whiskey of 2020. So that's another prize you can win, and uh, other prizes are being added daily. That is awesome. 
Uh, so for those that are watching live yeah. on twitch.tv slash the best seats, I just dropped the link for Bracken's Kitchen if you want to donate. Um, that link will also be live if you watch it in the archives later, and I will put that in the channel description for YouTube as soon as I get this uploaded there. Um, for those that don't know Brewery X, it's phenomenal. I like those guys a lot. Their beers are awesome, and to get few spirits involved is huge. Um, if you, those people have not had the whiskey before, it is absolutely ridiculous. Paul is... It's Paul. How do you say his last name? Pletko. Pletko. That's going to go right through the microphone and assault someone's ears. Uh, For those that don't know, Paul is an amazing, amazing human being, and his whiskeys and uh, the spirits in general are definitely something that you should be consuming. And there's no better time to do it since we're all inside anyway. Well, Jill, so what else are you up to besides OC Smoke Kitchen? As soon as we are actually all allowed to go outside and high-five again, where can people kind of find your work and, and basically find you? If someone wanted to kind of reach out and connect with you on whether it's social media or regarding work, where can they do that? You can find me on pretty much every single platform at I am Jill Cook. Um, my recent projects, I'm working on the expansion of Starbucks Steakhouse to Orange. Um, obviously, the construction's a little bit slowed down right now, but the anticipated opening date's going to be late 2020 for that. Um, working with my my uh, longtime collaborator Trevor Kotek on his next pizza project, uh, he's actually going to start offering pizza to go out of Brewery X starting tomorrow Thursday. So we're really really excited for that, and uh, hopefully after this is all said and done, I get to take a, a trip literally anywhere that's not my house and eat something i haven't been eating for two weeks solid i know it's it's nothing but it, when the grocery store feels like a vacation you know that it's been a while so definitely yeah. cannot wait to go out <laughs> and see everyone again well if people are listening to this we hope that you're going to swing by the oc smoke kitchen uh april 19th what is it 2 p.m it's the start time correct yeah we're going to start at 2 p.m uh, this time we're serving large brisket tacos they're about a quarter of a pound each. It's going to be an avocado tomatillo salsa and uh, pickled onions. Uh, it'll be one per person. We've got up to 600 this time, but don't fret. We uh, we hope to keep doing this in the, in the future. And if this is like last time, there's no reason you shouldn't come out, go through the line. Uh, you'll also get some beverages from uh, Beach City or uh, is it Beach City? Uh, Surf City still Surf works. City. Right. Yeah. And if people Surf don't know, Surf, Surf City still works as a Huntington Beach, uh, Huntington Beach based uh, distillery. They make some really, really awesome, great local products. It's a, a wife and husband team and they're really great human beings. Yeah. Sorry. I get I get Surf City and Beach City like turned around in my head all the time. I know. Apologies to them. Uh, and then X is going to have some treats. And then our friends at Cool House are going to have some ice cream treats for y'all. So it's definitely worth coming through, even if you just go through the line to, like, see other humans and, and have some social distance at the same time. We we just want everyone of our brothers and sisters in this industry to feel the love and the support because we're all going to ride through this and we're going to be fine and our industry is going to bounce back. I love that. Amen to that. And I will say, if you are coming through... <laughs> and you have a dog, please bring them. Um, Jill may kidnap them, but if nothing else, she will pet them, and your dog will get a lot of love. It's the only time that social distancing may be broken, but if you have a dog, bring bring the dog. We promise we'll be good. I'll wave at your dog. I'm going to do my best not to break that six-foot rule. I promise we'll keep it safe. Jill, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for the information. I hope to 
since you, thank you for being the first interview. This was like I wanted somebody that I could trust and that wouldn't yell at me later if it all came out terrible. So I promise that we'll we'll spread the I'm word. Honored. And, no, thank you. This came out great. This will be very good. All right, Jill, thank you so much. Be good, be safe, and I will see you at OC Smoke Kitchen soon. That was Jill Cook. She is a very good friend of mine. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Um, Hope you enjoyed everything that we were able to talk about. Again, all of the links for everything we discussed will be in the episode notes of this. So please, wherever you are listening to your podcast, please check it out. Um, If it is not on the listening service of your choosing, I promise it will be soon. You can go to thebestseats.com slash contact and reach out to me and let me know. Additionally, if you want to support the show, get early access in the future, things like that, head to patreon.com slash thebestseats or thebestseats.com slash Patreon. Either way, We'll get you there. But if not, all good too. I just appreciate you listening. I appreciate the time. I'm so grateful uh, to Jill for coming on. Um, And I'm grateful for you for taking some time and listening and uh, supporting somebody like myself who is not hospitality, but hospitality adjacent. So I have a huge passion for this industry and being able to tell stories about the people that uh, make it what it is, is is a really big deal for me. So thank you so, so much. Uh, I hope you are staying safe. Uh, I hope you're staying healthy. And I cannot wait for this all to be over, to go out and uh, share a round of drinks, share a meal, high five everybody again, and uh, just get back to whatever the next sense of normalcy is going to be. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Best Seats Podcast, and I will hopefully see you very soon. Take care out there. The Best Seats Podcast is an original production of The Best Seats. It is written, edited, produced, and owned by myself, Crawford McCarthy, founder and owner of The Best Seats. It is recorded in the Liso Viejo, California. It is subsidized through generous donations through patreon.com slash thebestseats. The following are names that have subscribed at the highest tier, aka norm status, and thus allow me to produce the show each and every episode. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Here are the supporters. Katie Cassie, Eric Lutz, Serena Warino, Talia Samuels, Cheryl McCarthy. Thank you for your support.